Hi there, this is The Root Cellar, where we talk about the reasons why we choose to make, create, and continue to learn old-school homesteading skills in a modern world. My name is Andrea, and I live on a small farm in Eastern Oregon. And I'm Jolene. I also live in Eastern Oregon, but no farm. Mm, well, someday. 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 <laughs> so it's been kind of exciting the last couple of weeks. We took spring break off, mm-hmm. which was kind of a nice little yeah. break. And then we um, got to interview... Laura Neifer during spring break, which was nice. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was kind of a fun little podcast to do. Mm -hmm. A local farmer and a woman farmer, which I think is exciting. And then I've been really busy this last week because we had our first flea market rummage sale on the farm. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, besides the weather. Yeah, it was a little cold. I was really cold when I got home and couldn't get warmed Mm -hmm. up. Yeah, that was me too. I ended up having to take yeah. like I said, just sit in a hot bath for about a half an hour because it was cold. I was out since like six thirty in the morning. Yeah, but uh, overall it went well considering the weather. Yeah, um, we had a few people cancel, which was yeah. disappointing. But I think had it been nicer, at least it wasn't like it is today. It's pouring yeah, rain terrible. today. Yeah, we had all kinds of stuff going on. I feel like I kind of stayed in my little corner talking to I people, know. but um, my kids were all over the place, yeah. <laughs> which uh, I brought them by accident. How do you load your kids by accident? Literally, that's what it was. So, because I had Charlie. Yeah. I had Andrea's son, Charlie, with me. Um, he spent the night at my house so that she could get ready. And um, my husband was going to come down and bring a couple pieces of furniture. And then at the last second, we were like, no, don't. We, we'll just do the furniture later because we're still technically using it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I was like, we'll just sell it on the classifieds later. Well, so the night before, it was like, well, if you don't go, then I won't take the kids and you can just have them. But then it was like, for some reason, out of sheer habit, force of habit, probably because I'm used to him being gone and I'm with them yeah. by myself all the time. I put them all in the car <laughs> and I got halfway down here, which is like 35 miles. Got halfway down here. And I'm like, why do I have all these kids with me? As Zeke's <laughs> in the back seat, like going like, wee wee and I'm like ignoring it, you know, as moms do. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, why are you here? I called Caleb and I was like, why did I take all the kids? And he was like, I was just sitting here wondering the same thing. <laughs> leave them here. So we had the kids running around causing ruckus. Well, they let goats though. out. Yeah. Almost. <laughs> right. Almost. Yeah. We got them. But yeah. Well, I think Charlie wanted to show off his goat riding skills to Gabe. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably what it was. Yeah. But yeah, totally by accident. And I was like, wow, that's like flighty mom mistake. Oh. Like I'm just used to having my, Little tag-alongs. Oh, well, Caleb probably had a good day. Yeah, he was cleaning his shop, which that was another thing that happened. So yesterday I went grocery shopping, and he calls me when I'm at Walmart, and he's like, <laughs> he's like, well, you better figure out. I've, I've already done all the grocery shopping, so I'm, like, about to be on my way home. He's like, you better figure out how to use up ground beef this week. And I was like, why? <laughs> and he's like, because somehow this freezer got unplugged out here. And oh, I was no. like, luckily in that freezer that's out in the shop, there was only like 15 pounds of ground beef that we're trying to work through and like a small ham. Like yeah. nothing, not yeah. a lot. So I'm like, well, what happened? And I'm asking him what happened. And he's acting like it's some big mystery. Finally, I'm like, what am I, Nancy Drew? <laughs> is this the case of the tepid freezer? Like, <laughs> What? Why is this a mystery? If you <laughs> unplugged it, just say you unplugged it and we'll figure it out. It's fine. And he's like so upset with me that I would blame him for unplugging the freezer, which obviously he did. He's been out there cleaning. Yeah. 
that he demanded I apologize to him for my tone of voice <laughs> when I asked. <laughs> what? I asked how the freezer got unplugged. I was like, Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just kind of how it goes sometimes. He just. So we had cheeseburger casserole for dinner. Fun. <laughs> it wasn't really thawed out. It was like just the ones on the top were yeah. starting to thaw. So well, like, that's good. At least it was caught. Yeah, we just transferred it to a different freezer. Nice. That's not too bad then. But it was funny. Mm. I thought I was clever. The case of the tepid freezer. Yes, that's <laughs> funny. Oh. Yeah, yeah, no, we, I spent my rainy day yesterday. It was so windy at the beginning and then just the rain redoing our potting shed. So, which yeah. really has been, uh, it's the pump house for mm-hmm. the property. And so it's got like four pressure tanks in it, but it's quite large inside. And so I've been using it kind of as a potting shed slash, um, Oh, what would you call it? Potting shed slash when we get baby chicks, um, we use it to keep them in and because it's very well insulated and mm-hmm. there's electricity and water inside. But I put in a bunch of starts. I planted like 250 starts a few weeks ago. They were starting to come up and um, over spring break while we were gone, a mm-hmm. mouse got in there and pretty much ate all the starts. Evil off. rodents. Yes, and so it needed a major overhaul and clean anyway, so it was a good thing, except now I'm starting over with my starts, mm-hmm. but it turned out really cute, feels like much more homey and nice, yeah. and like after three years of using it, it actually looks really cute. Like and a actually, pleasant place yeah, like of a, just like yeah. a... And not only that, I took all kinds of stuff from around the house and my workshop and put it in there, and I said, so it was kind of like cleaning out other places <laughs> a little bit by taking them from the closets yes. and the workshop and this it's and like that. repurpose and, and repurposing them into the planting yeah. shed. That's it. Yes. So yeah. he's a little... He jokingly disgruntled the fact that I now have the workshop. Now I have the oh, another another. Yes, I've got the potting shed, and I'm working my way eyeballing uh-huh. the old wash house that will mm-hmm. be my like pottery slash studio. So he's like, I have no space. The only thing I'm getting is a new laundry room, and it's only a quarter of the size of the wash house. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm working on it. Just I'm working putting together like a family library studio area for him kind of a study but um my place other places have to get done first so i can take my stuff out of the study and put them in the new place and then he can have his place our place family place ours is so cut and dry like the house is mine ask my kids (laughs) like they will say i'm gonna go do this in mommy's room and caleb's like it's my room too and they're like no (laughs) it's mommy's room and the shop is his so it's very simple like that but well i'm sure if we had an actual shop Mm -hmm. yeah it'd be more like that but we don't have one so he's limited to a laundry room yeah (laughs) (laughs) sorry sorry you get the laundry room Mm anyway so what are we going to talk about today this this was you told me you want to talk about this i have no idea yeah which direction we're going so i'm gonna be asking you questions yeah i've just been thinking about family values lately and what does that mean because okay my mother has always said to me my whole life i mean my whole life pre-caleb she's like find someone who has the same values find someone with the same you know family values as you okay 
what the heck does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? Because now me as a high school teacher, I'm always, you know, coaching our youth into adulthood. I've yeah. Seniors. And I'm like saying similar things to them like, oh, well, consider your values. Well, what is that? What yeah. does that mean? And so I kind of started like thinking about it and looking it up a little bit. And so um, what's interesting is like, well, I don't know. What do you think of as like standard American family values. Like, what does that... If it just off the top of your head... You probably don't want to ask me. Why? I, <laughs> I think that's a loaded question. It's because nostalgic, I think, isn't it, though? Yeah, I think of um, 1950s Housewife. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, and, I, and that's <laughs> since I don't really align myself with yeah. that. It's hard to... Right, and that's where we're at right now. Yeah. And that's what it says. Like, if you look up articles in different people's blog posts and everything, that's kind of what the research, I guess research, yeah. um, says is that there's, like, this golden age that we're thinking about, which is the 50s. And guess what? That was only one decade. Yeah. Before and since, it was never like that. Was it really that like it that then thing. even? Only for middle class people. Yeah. Who could afford to have a stay-at-home mom. And was it that great? And was it that know. great? No. It's better for women now. Yeah. Better for minorities now. Yeah. Like, life is better for a lot of people. Um, so, I found something that said, family values pertains to your family structure, um, function of the family, the roles within the family, your beliefs, your attitudes, your ideals, etc. That kind of stuff. So, family structure. Actually, even if you and I aren't like we don't live in a super traditional way. Our families are the traditional norm. Yes. It's mom and dad and their biological children. Yeah. But honestly, personally, I don't care if your family is mom and mom and they're adopted children. That's cool. I don't care. Yeah. So, but that's contrary to traditional American family values. Yeah. And so then what are the modern ones? And that's kind of what I was looking up. So going from that traditional perspective to more of a modern one, like are we in the process right now of creating a new norm? Yeah. Like new family values and what does that look like? Right. And I think we kind of have because the current norm is two working parents. Yeah. Which was not. That's how our lives are. But then um, it kind of, at least in my case, that gets kind of tough sometimes because... My husband really wants me to be a stay-at-home mom. (laughs) Like, that is his, like, dream. And I don't think he understands the implications of that, which are, A, I would go nuts (laughs) (laughs) because I'm not cut out for it. And, uh, B, I don't think he understands the financial implication of that. Yeah. Um, Because he's not really the budget guy. Yeah. (laughs) So, Hmm. so, yeah, so that's kind of... Interesting. So then the other reason I was thinking about this is we had a training at school about a year ago. Um, It was, yeah, spring in service. And the guy was talking about making your family value statement. Interesting. Sort of a mission statement, a family value statement. Yeah, well, mission statement, value statement. This all kind of goes together. So he said that, you know, in his family, they had sat down and they had determined what were the most important values to them and they actually made it into an acronym and I don't remember what his what it was but it was something it was something about Legos or something but like (laughs) one of them was loving like yeah empathetic I don't know whatever whatever the words were 
So Caleb and I actually did that Oh, last year. Yeah, and I was just thinking about it. You have it, like, it. posted on a little sign It's in somewhere. our bedroom. Mm-hmm. So it's not like, so we have this giant whiteboard in our bedroom, cause yeah. our bedroom slash office, because we have a desk and everything. So um, we have this big whiteboard with like a calendar on it and yeah. that we never update. Um, mm-hmm. And it had like this spot for notes, because it has all our like financial goals. Yeah. Kind of. um, it had this spot for notes. And this one night after we put kids to bed, we just sat in there and we had this conversation and we said like, okay, what, how? what kind of ideals do we want to live by in our family? Yeah. And we just actually took turns writing things and kind of the idea was to see if they align or to see like, Oh, if this is important to you, then I need to have you work on it. Because another thing about values is like, it's your ideal. It's not necessarily your reality. It's your goal. Yeah. You're not living it every day because people are human. Yeah. We mess up. So, um, I look at this every day and now I'm like going to struggle to think what's on there. Integrity is on there. Yeah. We wrote way too many. So we're at the point where we need to a year later, weed it, Mm -hmm. wrote things like something that I want to work toward is to be more clean and tidy. So like I wrote cleanliness on there. Yeah. So for a year I've been working to be better about, because I look at this every day. Yeah. I've been working to be better about making sure the dishes are always done. Making sure stuff's picked up. I wouldn't say my house is clean, but it's more tidy than it was before. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's cool. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. So that you're like. like, I'm starting to like think as you're talking about like, oh, what would we say? Like, yeah. What could we come up with as a family? Because now my kids are old enough. Mm -hmm. I mean, Lita especially to definitely have input. Yeah. Yeah, and that. that was a thing too. And th- that's part of it is about kids. Because what is the purpose of a family union unit is really to raise kids in in this well in this traditional family in the traditional, in the traditional yeah. thing. And that's the purpose of my family. Yeah. Is to raise kids. Um and to like improve ourselves well, as to we support go. each other. And to support think, yeah. you know. Yeah. So um things like like we're, we're very much working on like our budget and stuff. And so, so being frugal, I think was yeah. on there. I don't know if we use that word, but, but being more careful with our money and, um, um, but some people would have different things than we have. Like, I don't know. I don't know that we put charity on there. Oh, I don't that's know. That's interesting. Did. Yeah. But there were a lot of them, but it, it kind cause it kind of got to the point where we're like filling the space. Yeah. And we're just, at some point we're just spitting things out. Yeah. And so you got to weed it down and figure out what's like, really important. And I think to be flexible, it sounds like too. So, you know, your values might change. Mm-hmm. You might have core values, but then just like any good mission or value statement, I guess you have objectives or goals underneath of that. Mm-hmm. And maybe you're doing really well on one and you need to kind of shift gears and focus on something else for a little while. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you're past the point of having kids under five and things look a little different. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you reach your financial goals and that's not such a focus. It's a maintenance thing. Right. And kind of what the guy said too, because he had older kids um, and mine are still so little um, that they had their kids very involved with it, like you said, and that they um, would have, they just kind of cycle through them and this week we're focusing on this. And they had a family meeting. That's another thing I kind of think is a cool idea to have a family meeting as your kids get older. Um, 
they would focus on one. So say like the the value of the week is being loving. Yeah. Um, so the idea was for them to each do one random act of love for someone else in their family. Oh, that that's cute. It's super cute. And it's a good idea to like, it's, it's an intentional thing. Mm-hmm. It's not just like, we're not just going through the motions. We're doing this stuff on purpose. I like that. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like with us trying the no tech Tuesday, which has yeah. been really good. And honestly, last couple of weeks, has not been enforced because it's spring break. And so it was kind of kaput during the break. And then last week, I don't remember what was going on, but it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just getting ready for the flea market. Everything was kind of crazy last week. Um, but tomorrow will be No Tech Tuesday again. And it, and I think that's a great time to set, to be intentional. We're very intentional on those Tuesdays because... We're intentionally not watching TV, not yeah. on our phones, not on tablets, not using technology and really thinking about how are we spending time together? Mm-hmm. You know, how was how was your day? Um, how are we connecting as a family? And I think that'd be a great time to actually talk about those, right. a, a value statement mm-hmm. or a mission statement. Yeah. And then have a, an established family meeting, basically, where you. Yeah. Where, I mean, especially as kids get older, they have disagreements. And to yeah. give them a space to say, like, with a mediator, the parent, yeah, to say, like, hey, this thing you did, not cool. Yeah. And I don't know if I like value or mission better. Maybe I'm yeah. more comfortable with mission because in education, that's something like that's more that. common that we yeah. use. I don't know. Value or mission. Mm. Well, mission I, I like because it's action-driven sounding. Mm-hmm. And I like action. Mm-hmm. I'm a person of action. Yeah. But value seems i don't know maybe it's more passive sounding and so i like the yeah. idea of a mission like these are the things i think are important here's a list yeah it's kind of your Versus values. mission to me yeah. is like this is what we're working on this, this is, is what goal. we're working towards mm-hmm. our goal i was like having something yeah. to work towards um this wh- another thing i found was um the types of values like if you kind of like um categorize them there's social values political values religious values work ethic like your work yeah your work how how you work um morality and then recreational values that was on there so like what is a good use of your recreation time Hmm. that's interesting and to actually i like that because it actually puts value on doing things you enjoy that are just for you Mm -hmm. so if you're recreation thing is like self-care you know yeah. that's ki- that's kind of what that is pointing you toward it's like like i need to make sure to make sure that i am my best self i need to take a bubble bath yeah this every so often or i need to get my hair done i don't know whatever it is whatever your self-care thing is but to make sure that everyone has those opportunities i think even kids yeah for sure because if you don't I feel like if you're not intentional with them, this is what happens to me. If I'm not intentional with my self-care stuff, then I will waste time just doing things that are not my, my real thing that are just my time waster things. Are you a list maker? Oh yeah. Sometimes groceries. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, a time. Oh, you should see how many prom lists I have right now (laughs) going at all the time. Do you ever track your days? Like write down what you're going to do by the hour in the morning and the no try it try it sometime try it. all right sorry okay. to get it, get you off track i know one day i did that like okay we have these things to accomplish like mm-hmm. by the hour we're only spending 15 minutes on this and we're spending mm-hmm. 45 minutes on that 
tracked the whole day by the hour down to the minute. Wow. Do you know how much stuff we got accomplished? I will oh, admit I was bit. exhausted by the end of the uh-huh. day, but we got so much done because mm-hmm. you're, you weren't going like, you didn't have 10 minutes in between of like just wandering around like, oh, what am I doing? Yeah, just Let's check phone. on my phone. Oh, mm-hmm. what's going on in here? Mm-hmm. It's very like strict scheduled. Mm-hmm. I've not done it since. <laughs> <laughs> Scared yourself off. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> but we got so much done uh-huh. in one day, like mm-hmm. a garage clean check, like this mm-hmm. done check, that mm-hmm. done check. Just going from one thing to another, like even lunch was yeah. scheduled and you have a 30 minute lunch check. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, I think that way, like, at school, because we are on a time yeah, all the time. So I think about how much more I get done at school sometimes than at home. Because yeah. at home it's like, oh, this is my home. This is my space. Yeah. This is my this is my couch, and this is my blanket, and here I am mm-hmm. an hour later. Yeah. <laughs> what am yeah. I doing? Anyway, sorry, that was a side. No, side. that's fine. Um, but I... Of course, as I looked at this list of categories of values, what stands out to me is political values because my husband is a politics guy. And I was thinking about how his politics influence his value system. Interesting. Mm -hmm. And how that influences like how my children are being raised, which I don't have a problem with it. But um, he is a staunch libertarian, which means he believes in personal freedoms. Um, kind of more of a middle ground, not a Republican, not a liberal. But it's like he would hate it if I said it this way. But I'm going to say it this way. Mm-hmm. He says, that's that thing everyone always says. Socially liberal, um, fiscally conservative. So the idea is people can do whatever they want as long as they're not spending my money at it. Yeah. That's the, that's his, that's the idea. So we kind of have this thing in our family a lot about... Like, I don't like forced sharing. Yeah. I don't like forced sharing. If my kid took a, took a toy to the park, I am not going to make them share that toy with another kid. Don't like it. If it's yours, it's yours. So at home, I don't even make them always share things. Yeah. Because I don't believe in that. Because I believe if it's yours, like, like if, if Gabriel bought himself a thing of Legos, no, he does not have to share those Legos with his sister. If he spent his allowance on that is kind of my attitude a little bit. And I think that's influenced by political ideologies. Yeah, probably so. Yeah. Yeah, so that's just like one example yeah. of it. Um, I don't think Jess and I really have any like strong political ideologies. We're both pretty like politically neutral, I yeah. guess. Like it's kind of like issue yeah. by issue. Like Yeah, it is issue. It is. Like, I don't know. Issue. I don't think yeah. one way particularly. But then, or the yeah. other really that much about it. Yeah. I, you know, I'm not a big fan yeah. of politics. Yeah. And Caleb's like, like the, he doesn't like taxes. He doesn't like yeah. taxation. He thinks, he says, taxation is theft. I know. So. I so know. I've gotten enough. Uh, I know. You've heard the Caleb. Talk. Arguments with <laughs> him. Not arguments, but debates with <laughs> debates. him on some of that stuff. Friendly debates. Friendly debates. Over a bottle of wine. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, but he says like, like he'll do the the mommy tax thing you know yeah. the mommy tax no oh the mommy tax is when your kids have ice cream and you take a bite of it because mommy tax oh yeah <laughs> and like but he'll say it he'll like take a bite of their ice cream and be like taxes yeah <laughs> yeah i do you that like to it, my kids so anyway. i just say service service <laughs> fee <laughs> you want me to unwrap that yeah <laughs> service fee Here, yeah <laughs> take a bite 
that's really stopped since we're doing the low carb thing. Like we're oh, not taking yeah. bites of their treats anymore. They love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. Um, something I read about like modern families, as we were talking about just yeah. a few minutes ago, the, the 1950s family, which only existed for a small margin of people and primarily in, on television, <laughs> on television for 10 years, um, eh, 20 years, but, um, kind of that, uh, like now we're more about individuality in America. It yeah. seems like, like we're all about like you do you, however you want to live. That's your business. Not my business kind of thing. Um, are we though? I don't know. Well, we're judgy, aren't we? Yeah. I don't know. But that's, that's the, that's what we say. Yeah. But I think there's like still a lot of talk about politics and everything. I think there's still a lot of debate on individual freedoms and yeah. what people are allowed to do and yeah. what they're not allowed to do. But like in, okay. If the fifties one was on TV, the one that's on TV now is everybody's individual. Yeah. Everybody's special. Everybody has their own thing and it's cool to be quirky and that kind of thing. So you don't think we're as much of a collective society as we once were? No, I don't. I think there's more of that stress on individualism. Um, and this is kind of an, another instance where Caleb and I, seem to butt heads he definitely has even since i mean before gabriel was born you probably remember he was very much like like there was one time he told me my son is going to do football and then he's going to do wrestling (laughs) and then he's going to do track in the spring because those are my favorite sports and that's what i did (laughs) and i was like oh really but what if he likes baseball and he was like well i wasn't good at baseball like what if he likes basketball well i wasn't good at basketball i don't like basketball and I'm like, you don't get to pick. <laughs> he gets to pick. And so that was kind of this disconnect because he definitely, and it's not like it's a negative thing. It's not yeah. like he's trying to like be controlling. He's like, he like wants to live on through his children. Yeah. Know? And he wants them to be successful in the ways he was successful because that feels good. Yeah. But me, I'm more like, hey, little guy, who are you going to be? Like what? Like, like I see them as very different from yeah. each other, especially I think having, I think this has a lot to do with boys having boys. I think he likes the idea of his boys being like him. Hmm. I don't know. I just think they're different. Like Zeke is such a little sensitive soul. I think the other day I was like, he's going to be a therapist because <laughs> he cares how people feel. <laughs> That's funny. Because <laughs> he's very much like an empath. Like if yeah. somebody's crying or pretending to cry, he's, he's like, like oh, oh, no. Oh, don't <laughs> cry. That's funny. <laughs> oh. So I don't know, but values, it's kind of a, a complicated thing. I also looked up the 10 most common Do you think... Ones, um, yeah, well, first, what are the 10 most common? Then I have a question for oh, you. Oh, the 10 most common ones are not necessarily what I would put. I huh. don't, I don't, I think only maybe half of these were on mine. Honesty, justice, helping, consideration. Some of these can be put together to me. Yeah. Sharing. Like I said, I don't, sharing is not a thing to me. Respect, kindness, courage, generosity, responsibility. I like those. Most of them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I actually like all of them, but I mean, I mean, they're good things. Yeah. Like they could be combined or or they're kind of loaded. Some of them. Like, what Mm -hmm. does that mean exactly? Yeah. Like justice. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's a, that's a whole 
arm of the government right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So do you think family values differ from location? Like, so we're talking about living in rural America. We're talking about, you know, people who listen to our podcast are from all over the country, mm-hmm. different parts of the world. Mm-hmm. Family values obviously are a cultural thing, a mm-hmm. lot of them. But do you think there's a big difference within our own country between people that live, this is an obvious question, in rural America versus more uh, metropolitan areas? Is this like my, is this like my, um, this is your exam, my, my Miss America question? Yes. Like, Like how are those values different or are they truly different or are they just perceived as being different? Different just from any corner of society to another i mean the difference between we are 200 miles from where i grew up and a world away do you think the the core values you just listed those 10 values are they really that different between people here in eastern oregon and people in western oregon just yes because it's a small town because the city is different than a small town because there is more of the um the specific like helping kindness like um consideration to your neighbors because you know them all do you think those values are in bigger cities they're just not as evident absolutely but there's also like more of a like wariness because you don't know everybody yeah that's true in this like when i first came out here people were just approaching me right and left and talking to me like they knew me forever because they recognize me by my hair. <laughs> you, <laughs> new teacher okay. with the red yeah, hair. Yeah, hey, you, new teacher with the red hair. So that's fine. That was odd to me. Yeah. And then there were also, um, a, in some certain circumstances, there were a little more expectations put on me to help in situations that I would have just shown up yeah. before. Events that I would have just shown up to. Now I'm like, like not roped into it in a negative way, but yeah. like I'm included so that that community thing was stronger, I think. Do you think, I think there's definitely more of an emphasis in rural areas on, um, oh, I'm trying to think of that, like the, the generosity in, the, in mm-hmm. the sense of like giving back mm-hmm. and helping one another. Right, because when you give in a bigger community, it, nobody notices. Yeah. But here, like it's. Yeah, it's more expected. Like, I wonder what the percentage is of how many people volunteer their time in a small community compared to a large city mm-hmm. or a larger town. Sometimes I think we volunteer now. I've noticed this, like, we volunteer and don't even notice. Like, yeah. we just show up and help. Well, it's just part of being it's in just, a small community. You're but just doing it. Think about the percentage. Like, let's say 20%, which, right, I mean, that's the number generally. 20% of a community in a small town is helping. Mm-hmm. Is twenty percent of Portland helping? No, they're minding their own business, or they minding their. What is the percentage? Five percent? Yeah. Like, how, how are they getting involved? Or maybe it's more, maybe it's less. Yeah, I don't. So just more. Mo- is it more noticeable in a smaller community, or is it just the need? Because you know your neighbors and what they need, so the need seems yeah. more evident. So it's easier to help. Yeah, and it's know. just it's just more immediate. It's just yeah. like you know about it. There were so many events and things that were happening around me when I lived in the city that I didn't even know. It's almost like too much, overwhelming. Yeah. Now it's like, oh, I hear something down the street. Oh, they're doing a thing. Oh, it's a benefit dinner. I'll go. Like, yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. 
or your, you know, friend or your sister or your whoever said, hey, I'm helping out this thing. You want to come to it? There's that guilt factor, too, in a small community, right? Like, you don't want to be, like, the one person who's not showing up to do something to help. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I know. I've kind of pulled back in a lot of ways with having little tiny kids. And now I'm like, okay, I can get into this stuff again. Nope. Let's see who just walked through the door. There's Justin saying this is a bad (laughs) idea because we're recording... In, the in house. my house today by the fire. Mm-hmm. We're practicing our, uh, the principles of, what is it, hoogie, hooga? Yuga. 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 Mm-hmm. <laughs> Candles and fire and rainy day, spring. But yeah. he picked Charlie up. And so where's the Charlie? That's what I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for the Charlie to burst through the door. He's probably outside getting muddy. Oh, yep. There he there goes. He is. We see him. He's running across the front yard. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh yeah. One more thing that I was thinking is, a I kind of wanted to add this to my list of values, critical thinking. That is a big mm. one for me. Maybe it's because I'm a teacher and we talk about this all the time, but, oh, Charlie's talking to us through the window. Nope. Gabriel. Oh, he yeah, wants he Gabriel. Wants <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not here. <laughs> um, critical thinking. I want my kids yeah. to do critical thinking. So it's like things like. What's going to happen if you do that? Gabriel. No, Gabriel's not here. Why? You want to say hi to the podcast? Want to come say you hi? Come talking to the microphone? No. Okay. No, you don't yell. Just talk. Come here. Um, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Sissy's upstairs. You can go upstairs. Nope, and he's off. And he's gone. <laughs> yeah, but like asking kids... What's going to happen if you do that? What are the consequences, etc.? So that kind of critical thinking thing. <laughs> oh, we're having tons of fun. <laughs> and we got dogs everywhere, too. Yeah. It's great. Now what, Charlie? Oh. You're a little baby. Oh, I'm a little baby. You're a little oh. baby. <laughs> okay, well, I know, critical thinking. Yeah. yeah. Teaching those skills. How about the kindness value? Yeah, no, nope, we're not, you're, you, we don't need to have any more of your commentary, Mr. Charlie. Okay, bye-bye. Okay, talk to you later, bye. Next time I'll bring Gabriel, okay? But you gotta go play. Anyway. Okay. Anything exciting else about family values? Um, I don't know, it just made me think about it, and now I think I'm gonna go home tonight and be like, Caleb, remember we did that value thing? Let's revisit as our kids get older right now, because it's been a year. Yeah, no, that's so, a great idea. It would be yeah. a good activity, I think, for us tomorrow night on No Tech Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I think that would be a good idea. Anyway, well, that was kind of a fun topic, something different. Yeah. I'm trying to kind of debate what we're going to talk about next. I'm really hoping I better be reporting next week that um, we're going to be having baby goats. Any, literally any I know, day. they look like they're about to explode. Well, for goodness sakes, I checked on her today after work and... <sighs> <laughs> kids um i checked on her today and i can tell like we i mean it could be hours it could be the next yeah. couple of days but it's real close You're a goat obstetrician oh man <laughs> it's, it's like the nerves waiting i've been waiting for now two weeks thinking she's gonna kid. i know you said at spring break you were like yeah oh, i thought so it was pretty dang close um but now it is the evidence shows that it's 
any time, any time now. Okay. Like within the next couple of days. So that's going to be something exciting. And, um, talking more a little bit about spring and what we've been up to on the farm during the spring. It's been kind of fun. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So on that note. Yeah. And then I'll, we'll, I'll have the prom report. Oh, the yes. prom this weekend. Can't wait. Love it. The prom report. I was thinking, you know, one, one thing that might be kind of fun would be, um, having you walk me through like a canning activity. Like oh, yeah, we, we could, could like we could do it on air. Yeah. And yeah, with my can... new stock pot. Yeah. Ah. We can make jam. <laughs> Andrea gave me a Le Crusette stock pot for my birthday, which is a wonderful gift. And it's beautiful. And I set it on the counter. <laughs> and I was like, look at this beautiful stock pot. I'm afraid to cook in it because it's so pretty because it's like teal and gorgeous. Well, now you're not going to scorch your onions, maybe when I you do your scorch my onions because it's a better pot. <laughs> your onion soup. Mm. But like walk me through one of your canning things and I and never going to hear me. Yeah, make my everyone can mistakes. hear you like squishing strawberries or something. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, okay. okay. Next week, thank you everybody for listening. Have a great week and keep listening to the root cellar. Bye. Bye. <laughs>